We begin to Gemara today at the two lines in the bottom from Daf Ayin Vav Amid Beis, where it says V'chol Ha'Amid Liftois. So we're in the middle of a sukkah here. The Gemara is discussing the the Tviche Umchire that you find regarding Geneva. You pay Dal Tvehei. So Rab Shimon's opinion is that even if this is a Kachim, that the person was Makdish the animal, and the animal is still in his possession, but he was Makdish it. If it's an animal that he was maktish in such an eifin, that it's still going to be his responsibility to reimburse it if it gets lost. So then, if someone steals that from him, you're going to have to pay dal vehei, even though he doesn't own it anymore, but because it it's, has value to him. This is what's called dova hagayrim l'mamen. It causes a value of money if it gets lost. So if it gets stolen from him, you're going to have to pay dal vehei. That was Rab Shimon's opinion. But on this, the Gemara asked the question, according to Rab Shimon, if you shecht, an animal that you stole, only if the animal is fit to eat, are you chayv to pay dal dvehe. But here we're talking about kachim. It's asabah no, you can't just go and eat any kachim. So how would you be chayv to pay dal dvehe if you shech this? So the Gemara wrote a few answers. According to Rabbi Yechenen, it was basically shechted as a carbon inside the azara. It was an animal which was a tam, it had no blemish, and it was shechted in the azara. But it was shechted in such a way that the carbon was not useful for the owner. Either it was shechted not for his sake, or the blood was never sprayed in the Mizbeach. The blood was just spilled out. So the owner, it was stolen from him, and he loses out from this. The carbon is not for him. But the carbon was shechted in the, in the Azara. So therefore, it would be fit to eat, and therefore you have to pay Dalat uh, for this. Another answer the Gemara says, according to the Shlokish, it was talking about a case where the animal that you stole became a Balmum, and then it was shechted outside of the Beis HaMikdosh. And over there, because it's a Balmum, you're allowed to shecht it outside. But the Gemara asks on, on, on both of these uh, answers, we, one of them we already discussed before, and if I involved, let's talk about the second answer. The Gemara asks, but well, even after you shecht a Balmum outside the Beis HaMikdosh, you only are allowed to have an awe from it after you redeem it. A, a carbon that has no mum, you can't redeem. But once it has a mum, you're able to redeem it. But over here, if you didn't redeem it yet, you still can't have any an from it. So again, the question still remains, why is this fit for eating that you would be chayv to pay a dalad if you shecht it? So the Gemara said before, and the Gemara will now explain that the very fact that it could be redeemed, is enough to say that this meat here, and this carbon, or, that you, or this behemoth that you shechted outside, is considered to be fit for eating. Ah, you didn't redeem it yet, but you have the option to redeem it. Because you have the ability to redeem it and eat it, that, so it's considered to be something that's fit for eating. And therefore you pay Dalat Vehei for shechting it after you stole it here. Maybe that's the point that Gemara is going to say. Oh, so, so Tesis actually asks that question. Because the Tesis Vahalei Pidiyam Ateris, Tesis asks maybe he did redeem it. I don't remember what Tesis answers, but Tesis asks that question. Okay, let's see the Gemara inside. Where do I see this concept, according to Rab Shemin, that when you have a carbon or an animal that's hectic and it's able to be redeemed, it's as if it was already redeemed. We give it that status that it's considered to be roi la as if it was already redeemed. Because Rab Shemin, Rab Shemin says as follows, and this is Rab Shemin's opinion, Learned it before, over here in the Gemara, on the Fayim Vav, Rab Shimon holds that food, Eichlin, are not makabel tume unless it's Eichlin that's right to eat. If it's food that's Asubahana, it's not makabel tume. Nashi before brought the Pasik, it says, Makola Eichel Asheri Eichel, has to be food fit to eat. So when you have Kachim that are Asubahana for anybody, so it shouldn't be makabel any tume. So Rab Shimon, however, says, by a Pora Aduma, 
paraduma is also kachim. A paraduma will be makabel tuma, susceptible to tuma. So he says para metame tuma seichlin. A paraduma does become tame with the tuma of tuma seichlin. Why? Because after the paraduma is shechted, where's the paraduma shechted? It's not shechted in the Azar, in the base of Mikdash, like every other carbon. The paraduma is shechted outside of the base of Mikdash. There was a place in Harazesim, right across of the base of Mikdash, that they set up over there, and that's where the paraduma is shechted. Now, after the paraduma is shechted, there's a shasa kaisha, meaning it would, there would be an option to take that paraduma and to eat it. So therefore, the point that Abshimon is saying over here is, once there was a moment in time where there was an option to eat it after the Shechita, even if later they went and used it for Paraduma, and now it can't be eaten anymore, it doesn't matter. It's still going to be Makabal Toma. Even though now it's Asabahana, the very fact that at a certain moment in time, there was an option to be able to eat it, it has a shame Eichel, and it's Makabal Toma. That's the point that Abshimon says. Now what does this mean that a Paraduma after you shechted for paraduma, you have an option to eat it. How, how, why do you have an option to eat it? The paraduma is kachim. It's, a, it's like a carbon. So what does this mean you have an option to eat it? So for Reish Lakish, explained for this, that the Oymah Hayer Rabshimin explained, para niftis al gabe marachta. That a paraduma is... <coughs> Could be redeemed, that is, even after it's on the Marocha. The Marocha is this uh, place that they set up. What is it called? Wood the pyre, yeah, the place that they set up over there on the Harazesim, that they shechted it. Even after it's shechted, it still could be redeemed. Right? And the Rishayim of actually say, Arashi brings it also, and the Rishayim talk about this, that they would very, very often look to see until the last moment if they could find a nicer and better Paraduma. And if they found one, they would shecht it. But then, it's a mitzvah to get a better, a nicer paraduma. So even after it was shechted, they would then redeem this paraduma from hektish, and then it would replace it with a better paraduma. So the very fact that it could be redeemed, it wasn't redeemed, but the very fact that it could be redeemed, that was enough of a reason that we say that it's fit for eating. I wasn't redeemed, but it could be redeemed. You have that option, it has the status of a of basar, of eichel, that it could be, could be redeemed, it could be eaten. So what do we see from all of this? Alma When something could be redeemed, it's as if it was redeemed, and it has a name Eichel for Tomeh. So therefore we could say the same thing regarding the payment of Dalit Vehei for Tviche, that if you shecht an animal that was Kachim, and it got a mum, and you shecht it outside the base of Mikdash, because it could be redeemed, it's considered as if it was redeemed, and it's right to eat, and therefore you pay for it Dalit Vehei. Now, what does Taisus discuss over here in the big Taisus? Paraduma. So, just to tell you one accord there, the para, the big Taisus para, what he discusses over here is that this whole thing about the para being metame is hard to understand because the halacha by every paraduma is that para, a paraduma is metame, anybody that, that uh, is misasik with it or seemingly anybody that touches it. That's one of the unique things about paraduma, why it's called a chaik different than all other mitzvahs, and it's the greatest chayk of all mitzvahs, because the paraduma is metayr esatmein, and it's metame esatayrim, it purifies those that are impure, and it makes tomei those that are tahir. And so why, why is it saying over here that this paraduma has a name of a, of a food item, even though it's also bahana, and it will be metame, it's anyways metame, anybody that's misasik with the paraduma, that's the halacha of a paraduma. 
So Tais over here brings two answers. There's an answer of Rashi. Rashi says, not here, but in another place, that it's not talking about the uh, Tumah of the Paraduma itself, but it's talking about the Paraduma combining together with other food to a shear of a kezayis, the minimum shear that's needed to be makabal tumah or to cause tumah. That's what it's relevant for, but not for the Paraduma itself. And there's another Pshat Taisa says that the Ri, in Taisvis, he says that the, the Paraduma is only mitame, those that are misasik with it, those that are busy preparing and uh, preparing it for uh, the ashes and the water. So f- for them, they become tome. But anybody else that touches it does not become tome. And that's why it's relevant over here, the Tumas Eichel, that it becomes Tomei, if uh, it's Roy Lachila, as, uh, as Rab Shimon, Shlokash explains, because it could have been redeemed. At what point? It's always going to be Metame. Always, always, afterwards. Because right once after it's Shechted. Once it's Shechted, yeah. Okay, so once it's yeah, yeah, yeah. As a Tumas Eichel. When, yeah. when, when it's a live animal, it's a different story. It's not, we're talking about it after it's Shechted, yeah. Okay, now the Gemara goes back, as I started off, with the two Tirutzim that I brought before regarding what case does Rab Shimon say that you have to pay the payment of Dalad Vehei for shechting an animal of Kachim that you stole. So again, Rab Yechenen, it was brought in the name of Rab Yechenen to Pirushim that we're talking about this animal that was shechted as a carbon in the Azara. Shlokish says, no, the case is this animal was shechted with a mum outside Azara Shchutichutz. So the Gemara asks, now, It's understood why Rabbi Yechenen did not want to say, like the Pshat of Rish Lokish, because the Gabai, because he wants to explain what Rabbi Shimon says in the Mishnah, that when you steal Kachim and you shecht it, and you have to pay Daud Vei, we're going to say simply that it's speaking even about a behemoth that's whole without a blemish. Why should we say that it's dafka in a case of a blemish? So that's why I said it's brought as a carbon. However, according to Reish Lakish, my time Why didn't he say like the Pshat of Rabbi Yechenen that it was brought as a carbon, and that's when you have to pay Reish will answer you that in such a case when it's brought as a carbon, when it's still kachim and it's brought as a carbon, you actually will not be chayiv daltvehe. Why not? And <clears throat> because of Tavchai, Oy Machroi, the Torah says, either you slaughtered it or you sold it. And therefore now we compare these two. And we say as follows, Any time when this animal, it's possible to sell it, and you would be chayef to pay dal vehei if you sell it, then the obligation to pay dal vehei if you shechted will also apply. But if you can't be chayev dal by selling it, you're not going to be chayev to pay dal by shechting it. And therefore now, Rishlokesh explains to you, this animal that you stole, that's kachim. So, if you take this carbon, which is a tam, it's a, a, a full carbon, it's a whole carbon, and it has to be brought as a carbon. If you try to sell it, the sale doesn't take effect. You can't redeem it, you can't sell it at this point. So since its sale doesn't take effect, you won't pay Dalat Vehe if you sell it. So therefore, even if you go ahead and you shecht it as a carbon, so the halach of paying Dalat Vehe for the shechita will also not apply. So therefore, Reish Lakish had to say, the only time you pay Dalat Vehe is if it got a mum. Once it gets a mum, now you could redeem it and you could sell it, or you could do the tviche, you could shecht it, that's when you pay Dalat Vehe. Says the Gemara of Azul Tamayo. So this brings us to another machlekes here between Rabbi Yechen and Rish Lakish. They really follow their opinions that we find elsewhere. The Itmer, because we learned the following machlekes between Rish Lakish and Rabbi Yechen. 
If a person stole an animal, which is a treifa, and he went and sold that animal, according to Rab Shimon's opinion. So again, Rab Shimon holds, this is what we learned earlier in the Pedic here, Rab Shimon says that it has to be an animal, that when you shecht it, it's fit to eat. Yeah, that's what we're discussing here the whole time. So if you steal an animal, which is a treifa, and it's not fit to eat, and you are... Uh, Gonna gonna shech that you're gonna be potted to pay dalvei. So now the question though is, you can't be chayv dalvei when you shech it. Are you chayv to pay dalvei if you sold this animal? Rabbi Yechonon Amachai. Rabbi Yechonon says, yeah, you are chayv. Rishlokish Shomar potter, but Rishlokish says you'll be potter. And the Gemara explains, as we said before, Rabbi Yechonon Amachai. Rabbi Yechonon says, if you sell this animal, you'll be chayv to pay dalvei. Avagav the lesser betvicha, even though if you're gonna slaughter it, you won't have to pay dalvei because it's not fit to eat. But if you sell it, you will be chayav to pay dalvei. But Rishlokish Shomar Potter, however, Rishlokish says you Potter because Kivin the lesser betvicha, lesser bemechira. If shechting it does not apply to pay dalvei, so you don't pay even if you sell it. These two things go together, as you see in the pasuk v'tafchayim achrei. Eis v'Rav Yechon and Rav Shem ben Lokish. Rav Yechon asks Rishlokish from the following brayse: Gonav kelayin, a person stole an animal which was a, a, a hybrid or a crossbreed. Kliyim. So this is an animal which was born from a uh, from a sheep and a goat, let's say, okay. And v'tavcha, and after he stole it, he slaughtered it. Or treifa, he stole an animal which is a treifa, umachra, and he sold it. Mishalem tashlume abal So for both of these cases, you pay four or five times for either sell, uh, shechting it or selling it. So now, who's this? Who's speaking over here in this brayse? The Gemara is first going to focus on the second half of the brayse. Trefa. It's pointing out that trefa is different than a regular animal. And by trefa it says, if you sell it, you pay dalvei. So my love, Rab Shimini, don't you think that this Brisa is following Rab Shimini's opinion? Rab Shimini holds that this trefa, if you shechted it, then you, you don't pay dalvei. So it's saying, according to Rab Shimini, so what do we see here? What is Rab Shimini saying? Alma, what I see is, even though this trefa. If you shecht it, you don't pay dal vehei, but but nevertheless the Bryce is coming to say that but still if you sell it, you're still gonna pay dal vehei. So this is a proof to what Rabbi Yechinen says that they're not dependent on each other. That's not how you learn this Bryce. It's not Rabshimin. Rabbanon. This Bryce is Rabbanon. The Rabbanon hold that it doesn't matter if it could be eaten or it can't be eaten when you shecht it. So therefore, according to the Rabbanon, you'll be chayv to pay dal vehei if you sell it as well. But the Gemara asks, how could you say this is Rabbanon? I Rabbanon, if this Bryce is the Rabbanon, treifa, b'mechire isa b'zvicha lesa. Why is the Bryce saying that this animal, which is a treifa, if you sold it, you pay dal vehei? Why is it mentioning only sold it? If you shecht it, you don't pay dal vehei. The Rabbanon hold that it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't have to be fit to eat in order to pay dal vehei. Ve'elamai says the Gemara, okay, so what are you going to tell me, Rab Shimon? This b'raise goes according to Rab Shimon, and therefore we have a question on Ishlokish. But now let's go back to the first half of the b'raise, when it said, Klayim betvicha. If you steal Klayim, an animal of Klayim, and then you slaughter it, you pay Daldvei. So the question is, why is it saying here only Tvicha? Klayim, <clears throat> when it says here regarding Klayim betvicha Isa, are you only Chayv to pay Daldvei if it was Shechted, but Mechir Lesa? But if you would sell it, you don't pay dalvei. Why should there be any difference? The Gemara is soon going to discuss by Riches. We'll learn it tomorrow. What's the source to say that you bechlal pay dalvei even by klein? But whatever the source is, there's no reason to make a distinction between tviche and mechira. So why in the reish of this brayse is it mentioning only tviche? 
Ella, what are you going to have to answer? That it's lav dafke. The Braiser says that you pay for shechting this klayim. But you have to pay even if you sold it. So therefore, if you have to say that in the ratio of the Braiser, according to Rab Shimon, so say in the safe of the Braiser, according to the Rabbanon as well, it's saying that this treife, if you sold it, you pay dal But but the same halacha would be also if you shecht it, because we're going, this b'raith is like the Rabbana, that it makes no difference if it's fit to eat or not. That's the way the Shlokish teaches this b'raith. But Rav Yechenen, Rav Yechenen will tell you and say, this is not a good answer. Hi, my. What's the, what's the pshat of you? How, how could you say that the b'raith regarding kalayim only mentions tvicha, and regarding the treife, it only mentions mechira? Why, why would the b'raith make this distinction? If you're going to say that this b'raise is Rab Shimon's opinion, so then we can understand at least why by treife it only mentions mechira, not tvicha. So then, I did the ton of treife b'chode, because regarding the treife it only mentions mechira, because you're not chai for the tvicha. So therefore, ton of kalayim b'chode. So therefore, regarding kalayim, it also mentioned one of them, it only mentions tvicha. So it's, it's sort of... Uh, once By one of them it mentions one, so by the other one, by, by, by kalayim, it also mentions only one. So we can answer that, even though it's a deichet, but we can say so. But if this b'raith is simply Rabbanon's opinion, why are we b'chlal dividing these things? It has one and the same halacha, nar v'nu let the b'raith say it all together. Ganav, klayim, utrefe, if you steal an animal which is klayim or trefe, tafchan, umachra, whether you slaughtered it or sold it, mishalam, tashlumi, abav, chamisha, that you have to pay the payment of dal vei, why is the b'raith of b'chlal separating them? Says the Gemara, Kashia. This remains a question on Rishlakish's opinion. The Gemara doesn't answer this. Okay, from here forward, the Gemara is going to go into a long discussion. What is Taka the source for this that you have to pay Daldvei for Klaim if it's not an animal that's born just from, uh, from sheep? It's a crossbreed from another animal. The Torah says, Dafka, Shoir, and Seh. So, from where, what's the source for anything else? Okay.